Fierce Fan Media. So like the picture move will move back throughout the night or something. Like did you show them that creepy ass picture that's in there? Yeah. Like yeah, that's creepy. Those eyes are gonna blink later. <laughs> Your entire space is creepy. Honestly. Oh my god, I love it. This like thing, it's called There's the National. Of- did you intentionally stay at a haunted hotel? Yeah, I was like, we so you did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we need to get away for a weekend before the crazy stuff with like you know people coming and like uh, parties, holiday stuff. Like, I just need a couple nights to like decompress and like relax and you know because i haven't been in the christmas spirit and i'm like i'm too stressed out being at home looking around i'm always like oh my floor needs to be mopped oh i need to wash the windows oh i need to do this so i was like i need to change my scenery and so i found this hotel was super cheap not super cheap but cheaper than like really modern hotels which i find weird because i think this is way cooler And it's like over a hundred years you old. You couldn't fucking pay me to stay in that hotel. <laughs> Not all the money in the world. Nope. <laughs> There's like wood floors and like creaky hallways, creaky stairs to get no, up here. Immediately, no, immediately no. If I was Kai, I'd drop your food off at the door and sleep in the car. Like, <laughs> Hard, no. no. I wouldn't way. sleep in the car either. I'd get the fuck out of there. I'd be like, I no, thanks, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I would totally stay with you as long as you would hold me. I'd be fine. Okay, deal. Okay. Deal. <laughs> oh my God. I seriously, like, I am so freaked out by ghosts and shit. Like, I 100% believe in them. I am so creeped out by it. I don't know if I told you guys the story about, like, when I was a kid, I was like probably seven, and my grandfather had passed away, and I was with all my older cousins, and we were in the attic of my aunt nancy's house and she lived in a super old house oh nancy yeah in like in maryville indiana and i was like it was old this house was so old had like one of those pull down ladder attics like it was just old we're up in the attic and it was just all my older cousins that all smoked like cigarettes and like tried to have me smoke a cigarette when i was like seven um great influences (laughs) by the way so all up there we're like let's do well they were like let's do a seance and I was like what's a seance and so then they're explaining to me what a seance is and so of course I'm like well I'm cool I I can do this like I'm totally cool inside I was freaking out we're all sitting around and like it had like a a a closet in it she's such an easy target too you know her (laughs) older cousins (laughs) I know they were like seven year old closet like a walk-in closet it had like a pull-down light you know like the chain light so I was like we're sitting outside of the closet the light is off so we're all around there's a candle they're smoking their cigarettes I'm just sitting there like I love this I'm so cool and like they're doing the seance they're you know grandpa like if you can hear us you know let us know we all miss you we love you so much and it would just be so amazing if you could come see us and like somehow just give us a sign all of a sudden the fucking light turned on I'm not joking you could like hear it go click like I was like it's because your cousin clicked it bro I like slid down the stairs it was awful i fucking i don't even i'm sure it was one of my cousins who knows i want to be a believer so bad i will hold a seance in this room at midnight if that would i mean do something to make me i'm telling you that that picture will come alive later don't i 100 believe in ghosts 
And I want a hundred percent that believe that Aaron got punked by her older cousins. Totally. Just like, what yeah. Don't say that. Don't put that on me. I'm pretty sure it was real. Okay. How old were you? I second I think that. It was like seven. seven. Okay. Yeah, you got punked by your cousins. But I. But they were all there. They were all of my cousins that were there. Were there. We're like in the circle. So who turned the light on? Maybe there was a, a light switch that controlled it too, and you like didn't know about it. Oh like, my god! And was it like my mom? Probably down. <laughs> like I'm gonna fuck with her. I mean, I'm, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna mess with her. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. He can't sorry, hear you. I have my earphones on. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> that really. I it was a hard F, but that was a hard. F. And I there's like. Died pictures of old men like i'll take you guys on a little walk in a minute and show you the paintings all the way down the hallway are like super creepy oh they're God. like all men oh i want to see all of it i'll I'm show you i'm getting creeped out and i'm not even there <laughs> <laughs> so good evening everybody welcome to the weekly wind down oh you can tell that we haven't spoken we haven't done this in a while since everyone's like hey let me tell you my thing let me tell you my thing hey hey, hey i got a thing let me tell you my thing <laughs> i didn't care if i had 103 fever i'm like i'm getting on the pot i miss everybody yeah, I miss, i'm, I miss you I'm guys. here yeah i really I, did I'm, I'm in yeah i uh, need it tonight i am drinking what is this uh charlie ray i don't know it's a white wine oh it's a chardonnay from mcgrail it's good it's fine. It's fine. It's a, it's a, a change from your <coughs> beer. Jesus, Julie. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to right myself. into the That's a hot microphone. Remember <laughs> when Stacy blew her nose into the microphone? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to try to mute myself every, every time. I'll never live it down. <laughs> she was all, hug! <laughs> I'm sorry. I really, all, no, no, no. When Stacy blew her nose into the microphone, all of us were just like, what? what? <laughs> I, was on, I thought it I was on mute. Everybody's on. Oh, my God. It was so funny. <laughs> we're sorry, everybody. We're sorry. Oh, we're real professional around here. Um, Stace, what are you drinking? That's, drinking... Listen, it, whoever's listening to us, that's not why they come here. There's podcasts for research. Yeah. And, There's and like actually. real ones. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're not very professional. Um, Robert Mondavi's private selection of buttery Chardonnay. It oh, tastes just like the... drinking butt shard, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or a shardy butt. Shardy butt. However you want to look at it. <laughs> it tastes just like the regular Robert Mondavi Chardonnay. I don't know what's supposed to be buttery about it. So it is what it is. It's fine. It's fine. Aaron, what are you drinking? I'm drinking vodka. I I'm awful. I put a glass. I put a bottle of wine in the fridge. I went for the vodka. Um, but I am drinking a new mixer with it. Oh well. It's tell us great, what's great the mixer? Waterloo. I love Ew. it. It's so good. And every time I drink it, I think Waterloo. Waterloo. So I feel like that's Waterloo, baby. Waterloo. <laughs> Julie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking this V8 splash berry blend. <laughs> but here's here's what I have to here's my review on it. It's not that good. Like it has the word berry blash in it. It is pretty and it doesn't taste that great, which makes me think it's healthy because it doesn't taste that good. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so, you're getting your yeah. antioxidants. 
That's how I feel about it. It's it tastes 20- just shitty enough to be good for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like your typical, it's not like a good grape juice or a cranberry juice. It doesn't have like that. It's, you know, it's actually kind of shitty. And look, I'm going like this to zoom in on it. That's not how it works. Julie's not drinking. She's drunk on cold meds. Maybe <laughs> I have taken so much cold medication. Yeah. I it's, think you should maybe, maybe like do some whiskey or something that might actually help. I tried. Oh, so I tried doing that Saturday night or so I haven't drank in almost eight. That's a long time for me. Almost eight days. And it made me feel like complete garbage. Uh, so I, I haven't even wanted to try travel. doing that again. It, it made me feel like trash as soon as I started drinking. Because I did a hot toddy. I did my Tennessee honey with honey with tea. And then it made sense because it was like when you have a dry cough, which is what I have. I shouldn't drink anything that has caffeine in it um, because it's going to dry out my throat even more. And that's literally exactly what it did. Like the alcohol with the caffeine. So yeah, no, anyways, that's my little sob story. Well, that was, we do. um, I do have some cough medicine with Cody though, that I've been drinking. Like I'm goddamn little Wayne. (laughs) that, That has been good. Yeah. That that has been a beautiful thing. Hot water with a shot of fireball, some lemon juice, and some honey, and it like really helps. Like with the cough, that sounds good. That yeah, and you get rehydrated with the water. It's gotta be better than your ass juice you're drinking. I've been heating up water (laughs) and just putting honey in it because it feels so good on my throat. Try a little uh, fireball. I could add a shot That's up. what yeah. Adele was drinking at her concert. <laughs> hey, it's good enough for Ad- Adele. It's good enough for you. You know, it's definitely you. Yep. good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was bonding somebody out earlier, and he goes, "Never met him before in my life." He goes, "You're acting like you're tired." <laughs> I said, "How do I act when I'm awake?" You're acting like a criminal. How about that? <laughs> I'm like, you don't know tell- me. I said, telling somebody that they look tired is a nice way of telling somebody that they look like shit. But for your information, I don't feel great, sir. Yeah, I'm like, well, you, I'm acting like I'm tired. Fool, you know what? You're staying in here. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not bonding yeah. you out. I'm bonding you out, dick. So a lot has happened since we've been on Thanksgiving break. Yeah, I feel like tons, right? Yeah, like, so what? much. I don't even, I didn't even keep track. (laughs) So one of the first good things that happened is, oh my God, God, I thought it was one of the haunted paintings with his fur hat on. (laughs) Kai looks like a trapper of some kind. Like from like the the 1800s. (laughs) Yeah. He wears those like fur Russian hats all the time. I'm like, Kai, it just got below 70 degrees. He's like, I need my fur hat. It's mm-hmm. not cold enough to have to cover cover up for your head and ears, honey. It's, it was thirty degrees here the other day, or this morning. Thank you. How cold? Uh, he made a thirty degrees. Thirty. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, we can't be having that. So, um, in order to circumvent the possibility of this Supreme Court overturning Obergefell, which was what uh, gave gay people the right to get married 
Um, you saw the Senate actually pass the uh, marriage equality bill, which it not only protects marriage between um, same-sex couples, it also protects marriage between interracial couples, which is just bonkers to me that in 2022 we have to put like a law Especially on the Especially since there's a Supreme Court justice yeah. that's in an interracial marriage. Right. So what, it, what it's doing is it's essentially putting it in place uh, so that if the Supreme Court decides to overturn Obergefell, that it won't void a bunch of marriage, uh, same-sex marriages. But here's one of the caveats of it. First, I'll say the good stuff. It actually passed with 60, 62 votes, which is unheard of in today's Senate. Like that means that 11, 11 Republicans actually voted for it. So, or 12 Republicans actually voted for it, which is like a real big deal because they're in a lame duck session right now. Um, but one of the caveats to it was states uh, are allowed to overturn the decision if they want to. Now, this would only take effect if the Supreme Court overturned a burger fell. So if they came out and said that that wasn't in good standing, that they're overturning it just like they did Roe, um, it would essentially wipe that off the books. And then this law would kick into effect. Uh, this one does allow states to ban gay marriage if they want, but there's a few stipulations to it. Like, let's say you live in Utah and Utah says, we're going to make it that only, marriage is only between a man and a woman in this state. That's fine. But if a same-sex couple goes to like California and gets married and moves back to Utah, Utah still has to honor it because it will be federally legal. Oh, so that's oh, some of the confusion good. about it. Just because a state can say, we won't do them here, they still have to honor them because they'll be seen as federally legal at that point. Cool. Um, so that's that's kind of one of the confusing parts. There is also a religious exemption in it. And what this re religious exemption, I think this is how they got 12 Republicans to actually vote for it. But listen, I'll take progress, even if it's like a little baby step for sure. But how they how they got Republicans to vote for it with this religious caveat is they made a law stating that if a religion in particular says, I will not perform uh, same-sex marriage between this couple, that institution cannot be sued. They cannot be held liable, like whatever. They can choose to opt out of performing or rendering services for a same-sex couple. If the state approves it, that's that's what um, the religious carve-out is for it. So it's better than nothing. It doesn't go as far as the Obergefell decision, which just says nobody can discriminate and it's legal everywhere. States can kick rocks. It doesn't go quite as far as that, but it is better than what we had. And it does offer, <laughs> it does offer couples protection. And again, this will only matter if a booger fell gets overturned. So I saw a lot of people kind of panicking on social media. Don't panic. This is actually a good thing. Stacey, Both of you, you had questions. Yeah. Go ahead. No, <laughs> class? Oh, I was just, class? Is, yes. What? Is there, is there um, a case in such like in the progress of possibly getting to the Supreme Court that always could yeah okay all right I didn't the know if there was like one that but like, here's the thing we're I don't really freaking out about or anything. I don't know yeah I mean as soon as the as soon as all of these particular nine uh Supreme Court justices were officially sat cases started working their way up through the ranks okay. here's the thing I don't know now if the Supreme Court will actually and I'm not a legal expert so please take my opinion with a grain of salt, listeners. 
I don't know if the Supreme Court will bother now overturning Obergefell since it's now officially like the law of the land. Like there's really no point for them to do that because it will still remain legal. The only thing that it would would allow for is that like if places like Kentucky, Mississippi, Arkansas, uh, Utah, if they wanted to say we're not going to marry any of you here. But again, they could go get married in a different state and come back and they'd still have to recognize it. So like. I don't know if they would bother doing it at this point, but it's nice to know it's legal now, no matter what. Yeah. Are there, are there currently states that like your marriage is not honored in? They cannot after a burger fell. That's what, that's what did it before a burger fell was decided in 2012. Um, that the only certain states permitted it. So like you could be legally married in New York, you could be legally married in uh massachusetts you could be legally married in uh california like there was just certain states that well not even california because california overturned it in 2008 but uh so there was certain states that it was permitted in and when a burger fell was went through the supreme court it wiped all that out and made uh marriage equality like the law of the land anyone could get married but like like you couldn't get married in those states but if you were to move there they would just like act like you're not married. No, a burger fell made it that right. But before, before that, it, before right. 2012, they didn't have they to honor just... it. You weren't. T- and that was part of the, that was, that was what, why a burger fell ended up winning because in certain States, they weren't entitled to benefits that were offered for opposite sex couples. Like it, it all started because this federal employee, her spouse died and she didn't get any of the spousal survival benefits because they weren't seen as legally married where they lived, even though they were actually legally married. This is what that whole case is founded on. So when it, when this got over, when it became law of the land through the Supreme court that made it so that it didn't matter where you were, you had those types of protections. It didn't matter what the state said. That will still stay in place. So, so Jax, let me ask you a question. If Arkansas, gay marriage or whatever is kind of legal, but it's like frowned upon. So now, even (laughs) if you went to a state, let's say you got married in California where it's legal. Mm -hmm. And then you went to a state where possibly it's not legal. And I don't know where. Let me be clear. It's legal everywhere still. Obergefell has not been overturned. Obergefell made it legal everywhere so in, in the United all States. Of the states, it's legal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they passed this law in case this Supreme Court overturned it the same way they did Roe. So nobody could possibly, like you were saying, be at the hospital where their husband or wife and be turned away for not being family because it wasn't recognized if, or not if, get if they were married or Correct. not yes. get medical treatment right okay. but like That's future good... yeah well if they were to overturn it which i kind of agree with you with you jackie like what's the point now like if they were to overturn it if the supreme court were to overturn it no new marriages could happen unless it's in states that actually already recognize it correct but yeah. that let's say Julie, Julie wasn't married yet. And let's say Arkansas overturned it. She could still come to California and get married. And Arkansas would still have to honor it. Right. She just can't do the ceremony there. Right. Right. Correct. Um, Okay. This is probably an unpopular opinion, but I don't think that it's bad if like 
certain religious like institutions say like okay we won't marry same sex people because it's and I know we talked about this when that one bakery it's a very was a unpopular cake. opinion <laughs> because I feel like it's if your religion doesn't like if that particular religion doesn't believe in same sex marriage don't give them your business. It's kind of like when we talked about that bakery. Fuck right. you then. I'll go somewhere and give them the, my business because I don't want to give money to hateful people. It's kind of the same thing. Like if you're, if that particular religion wants to say we won't marry same-sex people, fuck I them I actually then. agree with you. I think yeah, the issue is too. though most religions, if you actually read what they're saying, don't abolish same-sex marriage yeah but it's that's not what they both interpretations of yeah. it but I, here's I, my i think is the issue here's right. my caveat for it i i don't give a shit if certain religions won't right. marry me like i don't care about that right. but here is my issue you can have it that way fine you don't want to marry gay couples fine but don't turn around then and 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 actually use your money and influence to try to harm them Oh, like yeah, if everyone sure. wants to stay in their lane, cool. Right. You don't you don't subscribe to to my relationship. That's I'm okay with that. But yeah, I'm not trying like, to harm you. Don't try to harm me. Like right. that's you that's can have your my, freedom of opinion. Right. Like just like we always say about religions. I don't yeah. care if you worship, you know, purple hippos. That is your religion and you can believe that. But don't put it on me and don't, you know, exactly. make it harder for me to believe in purple flamingos then you know what yes. i mean that, stay, in your, stay lane. in your lane yeah stay in your lane 100%. yeah and i honestly i don't know a ton of gay people that are like dying to like go get married in the yes. catholic right. church Thank like that's you. just yes. not that's not on too. their bucket list they're not like oh i can't wait to you know eat the body of christ next to my gay <laughs> husband while we're condemned well, in the I, same sentence like yeah right like i don't i don't know a lot of gay couples that are are trying to push the envelope as far as like i want to be married in this church you will marry me it's more of the like service industry i think where if you walk into a photographer and let's and i i get we we also live in like the bay area or you live close to the bay area and we have our choice of 150 different photographers. But if you live in like rural Mississippi and there's only one photographer in like a 300 mile radius or something, and they tell you no, and then now you have to pay on top of that like extra, I get that. But I'm also a firm believer in businesses have the right to refuse service. Also, you have the right to roast the shit out of them. Yeah. And get their business shut down. <laughs> like fair is <laughs> yeah. fair. Like, okay, if that's going to be your practice, then you need to be open to the, to the subjugation that you're going to, you're going to take on from the general public when they find out you're a bigot. Yeah. That makes me feel bad for people that are like devoutly religious and were raised very involved in the church. And then as they got older, realized that they were gay and they still, feel comfortable in the church and still want that religion like that's very sad for them for their religion to turn their back on them for sure yeah i feel like too when i think of like like i think i had this conversation with you jackie like um it's it's really interesting to me to to, to speak to uh christians devout christians 
that are not necessarily uh, flaming evangelical, like I'm going to try to, you know, convert as many people as possible, but very much just have like this relationship that they call a relationship with like Jesus or our God or whomever, um, that they are, they are very much like open-minded and yes, I love you. And I, you know, I, I love you for being gay. I love, like, I'm specifically talking about someone in my life, but like, it's, it's so interesting to me because it, it, it is that like idea that like I was raised this religion. I was brought up in this religion. I, I definitely agree with parts of it, but there, there are certain parts of it where I do feel like we've evolved and we are able to, uh, uh, you know, love everybody because everything changes in the Bible. Like everybody's interpretation is different. That being said, it all comes down to politics, right? It all comes down at the end of the day to this is what I believe and this is how I feel. And I'm, I love you for who you are, but I'm going to actively vote against you. That I, would, is I would also challenge those people me. to find a single verse in the Bible written in red, because written in red means that Jesus actually said it. And listen, I don't believe in any of this, but for the people who are devout, find a single instance where Jesus said anything about same-sex couples because he did not. Everybody who said something about a same-sex couple was an apostle or or some one of Jesus's chill dudes. Like he he hung out with them. Jesus chill himself <laughs> is never quoted of saying anything about same-sex couples because Jesus probably had bigger fish to fry. He was worried about the lepers and the poor and the people who were starving to death on the street. He did not say a damn thing about gays or lesbians or trans people or, or intersex people. He never mentioned them. So mm -hmm. I find it, one of the things that I find so infuriating when I'm having these conversations with devout Christians is when they start quoting Bible verses and I say, okay, fine, fine where Jesus said something and they cannot. So they're going off of a, an interpretation of a guy who went off of an interpretation of a guy, because as we all know, the Bible was written a hundred years after Jesus was supposedly alive. So now you're going off a dude who heard a story from a story from a brother of a cousin whose best friend's mom was down at the hairdresser and her, her hearing was a little fuzzy under the dryer. Like none of it was actually <laughs> Jesus's mouth, which is what is so fucking infuriating, which is why it's easy to say. So if you're being honest with yourself, when no one's listening and they don't have to admit it to me, because I know the truth. But if you're being honest with yourself, your bullshit is just rooted in hate. Yeah. That's all it is. Because mm -hmm. your God, your Jesus, never said a fucking thing about it. Yeah. Because if if you were going to follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. Love thy neighbor. Everybody loves everybody. You fucking love people. That's the thing. It's all hate. Love is love, baby. Like the hippies. That the hippies I swear to God, if Jesus book. were to show up on earth again today, they'd fucking condone him and call him a socialist. So mm -hmm. it like they would hate him. Yeah. He'd and be they'd be real skinned. surprised to find out he's brown. Yeah. Right. He'd be brown skinned <laughs> and he'd be he'd be just like a freaking leper to them. They'd be like, Who's this guy? Well, he's Jesus. And we you know who I worship? James Webb. All right. I worship James Webb. And oh, the, Julie the missed telescope. It. Oh, she's on the <laughs> phone. Damn it. Well, okay. so bottom line, it's a good day for the gays, the theys, and the queers. And just like humanity, because like we can finally put this to bed once and for all. Leave the fucking gays alone. We're not bothering you. Right. Let us be miserable too and get married. Like, I don't <laughs> understand like why it's such a big fucking deal. 
I don't know, man. Like, right? why? Stay in your lane. Yeah. Right? Like, God damn. Like, just leave me alone. We're tax-paying citizens. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Get married. Let me fucking get married. Like, what the fuck is it to you? Oh, yeah. God. Uh, speaking of internalized cynicism and hatred for oneself, Kanye <laughs> West. Kanye fucking West. Who, as we've said on here before, if he was a chick, he'd be in a conservatorship right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. So this dude, this dude. Completely off the rails. I don't know. I feel like three things about him. First and foremost is disgust because he he actually posted a swastika today. And like, you're not cool, man. Uh, Like, that's so gross. It represents so much hatred and death and pain and suffering. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck's wrong with you? So number one is disgust. Number two is confusion because it's like, did you know you're black? I don't know if right. anyone told you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. And and the Tell third, I told you. And the third is just like confusion. Like, are you trying to stay relevant? Like, listen, Taylor beat you. I can always bring like, it back to Taylor Swift. Let let Taylor, go, you gotta bro. let it go, man. Yeah, yeah, like, you're just a sorry excuse for a human being. And part of me wants to be like, just don't give this asshole any traction. Stop talking about him. Stop tweeting about him. Stop whatever. But the other part of me is like, I get it because it's concerning that an individual with this much money and power and has that kind of platform is able to spew this kind of nonsense because of the, the influence he has over people. Yeah. So what do you guys think of what's going on with Kanye? I think he's definitely mentally unstable off his rocker and it's hard to take what he says seriously until he has his chemicals balanced. You know, I feel like, I feel like it's gotta be, he can't be in his right mind to be doing and saying the things that he does. But I'm also really glad that he didn't get, so they had the custody hearing and he has to pay, um, Kim, $200,000 a month in child support. I think that's funny. <laughs> and, and the best part is like his sponsors are like dropping him left and right. Like he's making like no yes. money. Like yes. con- my thought is this. I have a couple thoughts. One, I wonder if this is, yes, I, I sometimes I feel like it's wrong to say that anybody that's filled with hatred is mentally unbalanced. Right. Like I see what you're saying, Stacy. And like, I, I've, I've said that for a while. Like he's clearly nuts. Like he's got, he's like, you know, a couple fucking chicken. Not to say all crazy people are dangerous. Right. Right. Exactly. Or unbalanced people are dangerous. Right. So that's where I wonder, I wonder if he's just really a hateful fucking human being Yes. that is just filled with hate. And this is just finally coming out of him. Like he has risen so I'm going to be real honest. When I was younger, I loved Kanye. I, my fucking playlist or my phone had tons of Kanye on it. I had to go Me through too. it and delete it all. Like, I loved Kanye West. I thought he was a fucking genius. Like, lyrically, rap, rap lyrics, I thought he was amazing. That being said, I truly, if you were to go back and listen, he was filled with hate then. Yep. He's always been filled with hate. And I just think it's finally just coming out. And so... Do I think like mentally unbalanced when it came to like how he treated Kim and all of that? Yes. And how he fucking flew off the fucking handle when it came down to how he handled the Pete, the Pete shit, like all of that. Like I 100% believe that was mentally unbalanced. This 
I think he's just an awful fucking human being. I but the I, hate for his own race came out of nowhere. Well, I think too though. I think the hate for his race is grounded in a lot of shit that happened to him when he was a kid. Like he grew up as like this really fucking crazy like oh, in these fuck. times in Chicago. Like I'm not saying that that me- means it's okay. I'm just saying like I don't think that any of this has to do with his mental stability. I think, I think Kanye he's just a horrible is- person. I think he's actually just a fucking awful human being. Right. I agree with you. Like, I really do. do. I do not think this is anything to do with his mental stability. I think that he is an awful fucking human. Yeah. And he he found acceptance in the very party that fucking hates him. Totally. the color of his skin, like yep. the Republicans don't give a fuck about him. They no. love what coming out of his mouth. So they're going to fucking buy into it. But at the end of the day, he'd be the first motherfucker to go. And you know what? Bye. I can't it's this, you see this, this. You see the same shit when you hear like gay people be like, well, I'm gay, but I don't think gay people should allow to be to get right. married it's so much internalized homophobia internalized right. racism right like and i'm not listen i'm not making excuses for this man like at all he need he he needs help like he's no. fucked up i saw a video i just got here so if somebody already said stacy has joined the chat yeah Hello. um but i saw it was on the view this morning um but anna navarro <laughs> said like she was sick and tired of people using his mental illness as use for this because I agree. yeah because i get it and he's got problems and stuff he's also got a shit ton of people around him on his table and all the resources in the world and all the yeah. resources in the world right. but it does like what you said bird makes me think of um caitlin jenner like right. Caitlyn jenner, right. and kind of a little backwards right like caitlin jenner identifies with her like dead self right politically like she acts like a cis white male and right. so kanye i think at this point like the Kanye that was on Saturday Night Live that said George Bush doesn't care about black people is not the same person as this Kanye. And I don't think it's all mental illness. I yeah, think no, it's not. I it's think a, he identifies more with the like rich people, like rich right. white men. Right. That he's that that he's white. been surrounding himself with lately. It's so right. bizarre. I, also, 100%. I think his success, his fine. money, and his mental illness are just an avenue for the fact that he's a piece of shit human being. I do think it's in the sense where, okay, you're a black male and maybe you identify more with the white privileged male, but then shut the fuck up and quit. But that's round playing what black men go through. And that's just it. But also the anti-Semitism gets me because yeah. you don't think Hitler would have killed you because you're black. You're, right. Like yeah, you would have been gone. Black. Yeah. And like, people Hitler, killing people right? with like disabilities, gay people, it didn't matter. Unless you were Aryan, you yeah. were going to that gas chamber. So what he. Yeah. It didn't matter if you sniffed his ass or not. Like Hillary didn't give a fuck. You know, like, but like, that's just it, Julie. Like, I see what you're saying. Like, okay, so he's shut up. Yeah. That's like, you know, has this white privilege. Well, then why don't you use your privilege and help your fellow black man instead of being a fucking piece of shit? Like, that's That's, 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 that's doesn't use her privilege to help other trans people. It's just, it's so there's plenty of black men that have privilege because of just who they are right. 
Right. And they use that for good, not for yes. fucking evil. Like, he's literally a villain. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he's shut a villain. Up. And he needs to be, yeah. he needs he needs to be shut up. Like he needs to be, someone needs to sit him down and say, you need to shut the fuck up. Because if you don't, this is literally going to ruin you as a, an entire like he's never coming back from this. He's never coming no, back from this. He'll like, never come back from it. To just go away now. He needs to go and he's not going to because like you said, Jackie, we're giving him so much airtime. Well, this and he's like, turned into a token. Oh, 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 oh. He's turned into a token right. for the extreme right. And it's right. also not just oh. for like I mean, of course, of course, black people as a culture, he's doing nothing but harming them. And he's going to turn a lot of them into, he's going to make things a lot worse for them because they, that, you know, we listen to people that we admire. We listen to people that we appreciate. We listen to people that we've looked up to. Like you said it yourself, Aaron, his music has been in your ears since you were a teenager. It's hard to separate yourself from those instances when you feel like you have this uh, pseudo relationship with someone because they've exposed the most uh, vulnerable parts of themselves through art to you. But also he has children mm-hmm. and that breaks my fucking heart because these children and granted, uh, listen, partially these, white these, children. these kids are, are going to grow up in a tremendous amount of wealth and excess and privilege and, and all of these other things. But it would also be painful to watch. And a a ton of scrutiny. And a ton of scrutiny. Yeah. A ton of scrutiny. And I mean, you see it now, if you look at Herschel Walker's kids who are coming out against him and just saying like what a deadbeat he was and abusive he was and like all these things about him. It's awful to watch unravel. And I don't often, okay, ever feel sorry for Kim Kardashian, but to share (laughs) children with this man would be yeah. excruciating at this point because at the end of the day to take Aaron's words, she is also a mother and to have to share, to have to explain this to your kids that suit that transcends wealth and privilege and all these other things, because you still share human beings with this individual who they're watching publicly unravel in front of their eyes every day. And that part of me, that human part of me that feels for Kim Kardashian. I just, I cringe because we all know we can watch him and we're like, this guy's fucking crazy. Like he's off his rocker. We can wipe it aside and be like, what a train wreck. That's, he, someone's, he dad. that's someone's dad. Yeah. Yeah. And that's well, like, that's the yeah. small part well, of me well, that's like, oh, Kanye, please just be quiet. Yeah. And like, like, shut up. Like, shut up. Shut up. When he first started going all wackadoodle, and he told Kim, or he told everybody how he told Kim she should have had an abortion. Right. Like, like oh. as someone who has found out that their dad is a piece that's of shit. awful. Like, or was a piece of shit. Like, it's hard. And my he dad was hard that? from far from being like a celebrity oh. like he was far from it right like who knows yeah. rick zach nobody but at the end of the day I, when i found out it was so hard to realize that this man was a horrible human being and i was like oh my god but like imagine no imagine being this kid who god damn i just well and you have got the benefit of having kids. to realize that in, in private yeah, yeah, they have to do right. it in fucking public, yeah. right? Like, and let's talk about what yeah. he's done to me because now I'm in a position where I'm having to listen to Mitt Romney and go, "Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right? I agree with you." God, who am 
why? My poor dad, rest in peace, would not recognize me. I know, God. I'm Who like, are yeah, you? Romney. You know what, man, Romney? You seem to be a really reasonable Republican I could probably have conversation with. Bird, your feathers, they're ruffled. I don't like <laughs> Oh. I try to keep I try to keep that human part of me though like grounded and just be like, remember there are humans attached to this, even if I don't give a shit what happens to Kanye West, there are other humans yeah. attached to his demise little, that little I don't want to see. Humans. Yeah. yeah. That had no choice yeah. in any of this. They didn't choose their father, they didn't choose their mother, they didn't choose their circumstances. They are just bearing witness to the public unraveling of their father. Who but are they gonna be any fucking better? Like, do they have a choice at this point? I just hope that, like, Ugh. the millions of people, excuse me, the millions of people that ever listened to Kanye, that there, I know there's a percentage of them that probably agree with him, but I, I swear to God, I hope it's like a minuscule, like, 0.0001%. What? He has a bunch of babble. No, like, but he, he's- because he's a racist fuck. He's a racist, anti-Semite. People hear the problem with people like Kanye West going on these on these tantrums and and getting on their soapboxes is it it gives well it gives credence to what people have always they're like sick they're 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 able now to say out loud see even they and they'll use they agree because now he has normalized. All of this hatred and racism and everything, because they're they're able to say now, see even one of their own, and I'm using this as their words. I'm not calling them an other or whatever. Even one of their own thinks so. But even at so. this point, Republicans are drawing the line. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, that was too much. <laughs> well, even, even well, even that fuck uh, on Infowars, that guy. <laughs> like oh yeah, he can't Jones? afford to like, say anything. He was like, "Whoa, buddy!" Like, yeah, uh, if yeah. Alex Jones has yeah. to tell you to tone it down, I just can't even imagine. And like, there's all this outrage on Twitter now because obviously he was suspended. His account was suspended after the swastika. But like now, everybody's like, "No, the only the reason swastika in was- the Star of David." Well, the the only reason that Elon actually did that is because his last tweet was a photo of Elon. The funny thing <laughs> is, it was the swastika that was a step too far. Right. Like, like you know what? That's it. No, that's it wasn't it. that. It wasn't that. It was actually the picture of Elon Musk that he was making fun of Elon. No, he said that that wasn't it. He didn't have a problem with that. It actually. Who did? Who said that? Elon? Elon? Oh, come it on. Stacey, him to get it Stacey, to come way. on. No, fuck Elon. If you and I are going to have a beef about this, I'm going to be real sad. No beef in I, I'm here Wait, for this Elon beef. Elon said it encouraged him to lose weight. Oh, my God. Fuck That's what that. he said about Elon it. Elon Musk can suck a fat dick. Right? Uh, like, I just very weird. Uh, let's talk about your pizza, Jackie. That looks delicious. I, know, that looks I like just said in a group text, I said, let's just ignore the fact that Jack's just got delivered a whole pizza. I know. Where's like that a whole pizza, pizza. Delicious. And I'm so jealous. Yeah, where's that from? Looks like Round Table. Aladino's. Is that that one that we got? Is that that one that we got when I was there? No, Aaron. It's not. Aladino's. We can get it it when you're here next next week. Whoop whoop. Yeah, yo. How many days? I would. I would like pizza. Aaron, did you cut your hair? 
I did. Oh, it I looks cute. I hate it so I much. I love how we go from talking about like racist, like scum of the earth to be like, oh my God, Aaron, did you get your hair cut? Well, well, I'm not one to give like empty compliments. If it didn't look good, I would tell you. Oh, it actually thank you. really looks cute. Thank you it very does. much, Julie. That really warms my yeah. heart because I look in the mirror and I go, God, you're an ugly fuck. Like, I just don't like my hair. I just You're like, not ugly awful. yet, honey. It looks good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's still time. Yeah. There's still time. No, I did. It's I got cute. it all cut off, and I regret. I have regrets. For anybody <laughs> listening, Erin's a hottie. So yeah, she, she is. looks good. She really is. She's a hottie. You know what? Thank you. I hope. I hope it continues on. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll ride that hottie train till they kick me off. <laughs> no, oh, it looks cute. Thank you, Julie. I love you. I, I love you too. Does get well? We'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. does Gail like it? I think yes. I mean, it seems like she does. You just hacked it. Okay, that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for you. You never know with a Capricorn. You can't gauge them. No, they're not going like, to tell you. It looks outright. really good. It looks really good. Cool. <laughs> Can we just talk about though one more thing about Kanye West? Uh, yeah, and I'm going to leave it at this. Taylor was right. Oh, 100 percent That's all I'm gonna say. When has she been wrong? In this year of our Lord, Taylor Allison Swift, 2022, she's been vindic- vindicated from the Kanye oh, West yeah. debacle. One so you know is is um uh god damn it, I just lost the name of the song. Snake snake uh, a, a cat eye sh- sharp enough to kill a man. Is that song? No, about it's about Kanye? Scooter Braun. Okay, because there's this yeah, whole TikTok about how it's actually about Kanye. No, no it's about it's Scooter, Scooter Braun. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was from Pretty a very confident. trusted TikTok. Okay, I, I got distracted today, so I didn't get to send you this TikTok. Um, but there's like the comment on it was like, "Girls flirting with girls is my new TikTok um, algorithm," and <laughs> this girl goes up Shocker. and this girl out. She's like, you're so beautiful. Like, you know, would you, do you want to go grab some food or something? Or do you want to go out on a date? Something like that. And she was like, oh, thanks. Actually, I'm straight. And then this girl dead ass goes, I really think I could change your mind about that. <laughs> I've tried that. Like, I've tried that technique. Wait, was it Julie? Was it Julie? <laughs> the girl, yeah, probably. The girl literally was like, honestly, that's like very convincing and gave her her number. <laughs> it probably worked. I saw that TikTok, and all I could think was, if TikTok had been around 20 years ago when my sister oh, was like 17, God. she would be rich. <laughs> be I'd be loaded, loaded. Fact. I was never one to kiss and tell, though, so maybe not. That's probably what is good. If you could make some money, would you have? Oh, yeah, to blow that shit. Yeah, out the water for sure. No scruples, this one. Zero. Yeah. All right. So, what's everyone obsessed with? Game of Thrones. We'll let Julie go first. We'll let Julie go first. Right on time. Game Game of Thrones reference. I'm on season five, episode. I think I'm on like episode three, maybe episode seven. I'm not sure. Game of Thrones. How have I missed this little piece of heaven in the last? Because you don't listen to us. That's the problem, right there. You don't (laughs) listen. Remember, 
it, it has some dull moments, but they're just laying a base for you the okay. whole the whole time. Does everybody else remember uh, Seth I, Meyers used to do Game of Jones and Leslie Jones would come on and that's what it's like talking to Julia. <laughs> I fucking hate Khaleesi if she does not release those cute little dra- okay she fed them at least oh she's my favorite if she does not release those cute little dragons out of their little dungeon but I get it so like on my last episode that I watched <laughs> sorry she, this is like a throwback to 2010 i know i yeah. feel like i'm like just wait just she wait. addressed just wait. she was like um said something about disappointing them which i get because they were lighting up little humans and uh <laughs> sheep so i get that she had to discipline them but when is enough enough let those babies go and now she's got people fighting against her let her rip like let your babies go like i just i i'm so irritated every scene i just want to fast forward to like is khaleesi releasing because you know it'll get there <laughs> Ooh, yeah exactly i'm like i know she's and they're gonna fucking rain hell on whatever she needs. and i'm like that's what i'm wanting i'm like but just wait <laughs> i'm i am game of thrones i'm like i like find myself uh trying to be like some of them i'm like what would would Jon snow do right now (laughs) because he's the most respectable man i do that a lot with sons of anarchy i find myself going what would Gemma teller do probably kill him (laughs) so don't do that don't don't do what Gemma would do (laughs) but it is, it is they're so i can't imagine like i i feel like the writers of game of thrones are just fucking brilliant because there's so much that goes on with it other than just what like we're interested in like there's so many hidden undertones and like side stories and stuff that just but and okay my okay obviously khaleesi and the dragons the imp is like i just i'm in love with him i just love funny to like watch this through like i just he's i'm actually looking up other things i'm like what else can i watch him in because i just love that's how i feel about khaleesi's character because after i saw her in that one movie where she takes care of the guy in the wheelchair i was like you know she i love this girl well she's she's so she's taking amber Heard's place in in the aquaman too Mm-hmm. she's she's aquaman's too you know what's funny <laughs> it's almost like poetic the way that we've watched julie's like political uh opinion shift over time that now she's just getting into game of thrones and watching her like relive uh, this as if, <laughs> as if it was yeah. happening i'm so like curious. 10 years ago i'm so curious to see what your what your thoughts will be on the finale not having Same. that long gap Same. I love Arya, obviously. Oh, um, I kind of, I kind of, I read too much on Reddit, and 
read too much about who oh, she was. Oh, Jesus. I no, didn't need no to. Spoilers. I didn't no need spoilers. to. No I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't need Come to. Come on. Oh, for Christ's sake. Aside from Aria, I didn't mean to. You didn't just stumble on a Reddit yeah, with like a very specific like, question. Yeah, you're not like, "Where's a pizza place?" Oh I my did God, I'm in just stumble onto it because I asked because I had heard. Listen, no, I, listen. I had you asked. Listen here. I had listen. asked if she was gay in real life, oh. and it stumbled me onto her intimate oh. scene with uh, Dra- Dragar, Grady, Colorado. Yeah, Drago. And that's kind of, it like led me down and I was like, shit. And I was like, wait a minute, who is that? And then I looked him up and I was like, oh, he's kind of insignificant, so whatever. But um that's what it led me down that. But Arya I love Khaleesi, but she's really irritating me with how she's being with my dragons right now. Like your dragons. If anybody yeah. had, would have dragons among us, it would be it would be yeah. Julie for sure. Yeah. Hey, if you're gonna do yeah. space corner, do it now. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, oh. you're on a I'm putting you on a two-minute timer. Okay. <coughs> Excuse take, me. Take the cough out. <laughs> Time to okay. cough. Worry um, about muting yourself. Everyone in their car right now. Just loved hearing that. It's her own so. Blasted all the speakers out. <laughs> oh, we talked about that earlier. <laughs> I've muted myself a lot tonight. I'm sorry. Okay. On December 8th, the Earth will be passing between Mars and the Sun. Oh my God. It's very interesting. The reason being, aside from the Sun, Aside, um, I'm sorry, aside from the moon, Mars is the bright, Mars will be the brightest spot in the sky. That's cool. That is fucking cool. That's very cool. I've got, there's a whole bunch of other news going on right now with space. You just have to go look it up. I haven't been here in so long. I feel <laughs> is like. Is that how Space Corner what about Titan? Now? Just go look it up. What about Titan <laughs> looking like it's, like it's Earth? Yeah, moon, right. One of the moons of Oh Juniper. my God. Titan it's gorgeous <laughs> it looks just like earth it's got but blurry clouds without water. the humans but oh, we don't know perfect. that how do we know that that's why i say the thing i said i'll be packed and ready to go in an hour beam me up i'm out of here actually we- I'd, I'd be cool with visiting that i'd be cool with visiting titan Oh, well, because cause, yeah, that's awesome, Aaron, because they care. So as long as you... Well, no, but you care. know, like, I'm so afraid of space. Like, I've been really trying to, like, open my mind to it. Titan is gorgeous. It looks just like Earth. It has, from what they can tell, it has density. It has water. It has an atmosphere. It has everything that something would need. And not even human life, as we know human life plants bugs anything it has everything that something a molecule would need to form some some type of life some type of heartbeat some type of growth oh titan that's there, there, there's so much we can do a whole episode on what's been going on in space like i'm down it's the the what our new tele 
It's okay. Yeah. I'll take, I'll just. What our drunk. new telescopes are seeing, <laughs> even with previous seen images and how they're able to zoom in on everything now and really get a better idea <laughs> of what's actually going on is so fucking cool. It's like we're, we're tiny little specks in life. We're a toilet flush in life. Listen, Julie, it's what it is. You sound like Marcel the shell with shoes on. And I love it. It makes me so happy. Like I could listen to you all night. I could listen. I, w- I wish you would listen to me all night. <laughs> I, I will. I will. There's, I plan on it. When we get off here, I want you to just keep when talking. When you, Aaron, when you're here for the Christmas party, remind me so I can do my Marcel. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you watched the you. movie yet? Have you watched the movie yet? I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos and I have there's the There's a legit movie. Yeah, there's a legit movie and it's made like a bunch of people's like top 10 lists. Like it's supposed to be amazing. Like I've watched the, I've watched the trailer like six times and every time I cry. So I got to watch Stacey, it. Stacey, what are you obsessed with? Sorry. I, I um, so have you guys heard of the boy in the box from the fifties? I've heard of the okay, boy in the bubble. So they, they did an episode on cold case about it. They did an episode on SVU about it. Um, so a lot of people have heard of it, but back in 1957, they found a boy from age five to seven that, um, he was dead in a box from, and the box was, oh my God, that's who your hotel is going to be haunted by. Yeah. (laughs) So the box was from a bassinet. Um, so there were clues in within like the situation like he had his nails clipped he was freshly showered he had had a haircut recently but they decided he died from blunt force trauma so they found signs of abuse on him but he was also well taken care of so they also during the autopsy found what he had last eaten and they hid that from the news and they said you know like we're just going to keep that secret so they had two leads back in um, the late fifties. One was a foster home that was a mile and a half away. So the little boy was wrapped in a plaid sheet. Um, uh, They went to scope out the foster home, like incognito. The foster home had an estate sale and they went to go like scope things out. And they saw number one, they were selling the bassinet that was the same bassinet from the box. They also saw sheets that matched the flannel plaid sheet that he was wrapped in hanging on the line, but it was circumstantial um, at best. And so they closed that out and said, like, we don't have enough evidence that he came from there. Second was a lady came forward many years later. Her name was Martha. She came forward and said, my mom bought that little boy in 1954 and she abused him and that night she hit him in the head and gave him a bath, put him to bed and he died. And it was because he threw up our dinner and it was baked beans and they hadn't released that his stomach contents were baked beans. So they really believed this girl, but because she had a history of mental illness, they threw that out too. 
1998, they gave him a headstone that said, like, uh, something like America's Lost Child and closed the case and said, like, we don't know what's going on. The other day, I think two days ago, they found a DNA match to this little boy, and they now know who he is. They linked him to a very wealthy family in um, Delaware, Providence, I want to say, in Pennsylvania. Um, And they're going to release his name next week. They have to notify the right people um, based on the DNA that are related to him. They have to notify. And then they're going to release his name and they're going to try to track him back to like where he came from. I am so here for this. Like I was, I've always been like interested in like what, how many crimes they're going to solve with like all this, like 23 and me and ancestry and stuff. Like, I think it's so cool, but they're going to finally have closure on a 1957 case of this little boy with no name. And I think that's so cool. I think you need to go into forensic shit. Totally. <laughs> it fascinates me. I wouldn't want to do it for a job. Oh, my God. It's so cool. But the two, like, leads that they had, I feel like, were so huge. They were both, like, the fact that this lady, I want to know what her mental health issues were that they, like, just discredited her for. um, Because she knew that he had eaten baked beans that night. And another thing was, when they found him, his fingers were wrinkled like he had been in the water. And her story was that the mom fed him baked beans uh, he threw it up. She got mad, hit him in the head, put him in the bath, put him to bed. And he died when he went to bed. So, like, totally follows the exact storyline of what happened. So, it blows my mind that these two huge leads, like, didn't go anywhere, you know? God, how so, inhumane. I mean, just see what happens. Can't believe yeah, someone bro. just fed kids baked beans. Yeah. Right, that that's what they mean. <laughs> no thanks, uh, Stacy. What are you obsessed with? Um, um, I don't like know so much. <laughs> I I'm really upset, obsessed with um this thing I haven't watched yet because they uh, they made a Netflix movie of Lady Chatterley's Lover, and I'm really um excited to watch that. Because I think it's going to be good. And Netflix is really good for the, like, uh, you know, horny lady content. Um, Did, you say horny? Did you say yeah, horny, horny lady? Horny lady content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That That's tracks. They're producing. Um, so I'm excited to watch that. I also, like, I don't know if you guys talked about this already, but the movie Spirited on Apple TV Plus. Is it good? It's so good. And I don't All know right. if know more about this because... It's a musical, which I didn't know. I knew that. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, and it's rated PG-13, so it's, like, legitimately funny. So good. It's like a, it's like a um, Scrooge kind of storyline, except Will Ferrell works for this, like, giant, like, production company, basically, that is, puts on the, like, Ghost of Christmas Present, Ghost of, Ghost of Christmas Past, like, all those things. And Ryan Reynolds is, like, the douchebag that they're having to you know scourge right right it was literally like so good i was pleasantly surprised my stuff's always just tv it's okay mine usually is too it's okay erin what are you obsessed with 
So um, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it real, real. So I've been super depressed. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, obviously I haven't been on the podcast in a few. Um, the main thing that I've been like obsessed with though, like I went to see Adele. Uh, the best. It was amazing. It was, it was worth the wait <laughs> for anybody that used that listened in the past and heard me bitch about the fact that she postponed and never rescheduled and she doesn't give a shit about her fans. Um, I'd like to retract that. It was uh, amazing. It was absolutely incredible. I, it was worth every penny and I am 100% in love with everything that happened at that concert. It was phenomenal. Um, Are you in like an Adele obsession right now? No, not necessarily because nothing that I listen to sounds as good as her live. Like it, she sounded so fucking good live. Like it was like, and she's so funny. Like, she's just funny. Like she gets up there and she says, fuck and oi, 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 you know, and she's just fucking hilarious. Like, and she said like, you know, she apologized. She's like, you know, I'm so sorry that you had to wait, but I guarantee you wouldn't have liked that other show. You would have been like this fucking woman. Like, and it was just funny. Like, I know she's a part of that is like, you know, she's trying to make up for like what happened, but it was really good. So the so way you're saying is you and Adele have made up. Yeah. I mean, we talked. It's cool. We're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it was insane how good it was and Vegas was really good, but I've just been like super fucking depressed. And I had, I finally went back to my therapist today and, um, I'm so fucking happy I did. And if there's anybody out there that's struggling with uh, possibly going to therapy or doesn't know if they should call their therapist again, um, do it. Everyone I'm, needs therapy. Yep, there's no shame in the therapy. Yeah, game. It, it just like, um, I hadn't been since 2018 and I hadn't even realized that. Like, I, it was, she said, she's like, Aaron, we haven't seen each other since 2018. I was like, the amount that's gone on since then, you know, and I even said to her, I was just like, you know, I really, I would really like to continue like maintenance sessions when I'm finally at a point where we can do that. And if I say to you, I think I'm good. I don't need this. I want you to remind me of this moment. And she laughed and I just like, I feel very, very much at peace with the fact that like, I can't handle my hatred toward myself. And, um, I, I, I know that like deep down, I, there's some part of me that could find a way to love myself and it feels decent to know that like with the proper help and like talking, I can possibly do that. Um, it's just, it just felt really good. And I, I would encourage anybody that's struggling with themselves that maybe has never been to therapy to just, you know, just Google it, literally therapy in my area. And then they come up with like, who, who's on your plan? Who's not on your plan? Who, who does what, who do they, what do they want to talk about? What do they excel at? That it was, I just, I feel really, really passionate about, uh, I've always felt passionate about therapy, but I feel like such a fucking hypocrite because I haven't been in years, so. Yeah, but that's awesome. I would, I would love to see you love yourself as much as we love you. Thank you. And I you would like that like too. You look like you had a weight lifted. I do feel better than I did, but 
I do thank you all for like sticking with me through some of really some really dark days. Like I've what else are we gonna do with you? I know. I don't know. Get rid of me because I want to get rid of myself. The return policy on you is horrific. We checked. Yeah, Yeah. it's not like an Amazon. It's not like an Amazon just dropped me at you know the UPS store. (laughs) No box. No box. No label. Don't get me back. No. (laughs) It's, it's tough. So I, I do, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying it like, please tell me I'm fine. Like I, I understand, I personally always withdraw when, and I've been watching this thing on Netflix about, um, Jonah Hill's therapist, Mm -hmm. um, Phil Stutz, and it's just really enlightening. And if you want to give it a whirl, it's been really, really it's actually really good. Like his therapist, uh, Stutz has Parkinson, so he's a little, sometimes he's a little hard to understand, but it's really interesting the idea that um, to go to therapy doesn't necessarily mean to just like dump your problems and leave. It's it's more like, tell me what's going on, but let's work on it together. And that's how I feel my therapist is. Yeah. So it made me feel really good that like, I'm not with a horrible therapist. <laughs> I think she'd feel really good about that. Um, but it also made me feel really good too. Like when I first sat down with my therapist, she was like, so catch me up. Like the last thing we talked about was X, Y, Z, which you all know what X, Y, Z means. And I was just like, holy so many shit. Things. Well, do oh, I know? Yeah. So I was just like, wow, it's been a minute. <laughs> so yeah. it just, you know, so many things have happened and I just, I feel like maybe I can get to a point where I'm not so fucking sad all the time so yeah feel good um to bring that down maybe should have ended with me (laughs) you know what you know what i forgot to mention i'm obsessed with there's a thing on tiktok now where people are going back and um re-watching seventh heaven and reacting to that i'm really oh my god i want to see that because i literally just rewatched seventh heaven with my youngest just because it's a wholesome show and we were laughing at how corny it is and now i see the tiktoks and i'm like yeah no it's corny as shit (laughs) my cousin sent me the one this morning where simon's like hanging out with the kids with like that are listening to rap music and have yeah me too that's what i want to you know where that trend started prison no. <laughs> it's All so right. Weird. It's so funny. Um, okay, I'm obsessed with a few things. Number one, uh, profile is out now. Um mm. listen, it's not the favorite book, my most favorite book that I've written. So um it's getting very mixed reviews. Either people really, really like it or they really don't like it. So it's um it. If you like the After Dark series, you'll probably like this. Uh, Brooke and Tyler are in it, and it's um, it's centered around a government takeover conspiracy, and I I really don't like. I have such mixed feelings about it. I I know that it's it wasn't my best work, but I did end up really liking the characters. So I get it. You're no one's I'm reading that even the bad reviews, I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like yeah. <laughs> so I'm reading, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna argue. Like if I've written a book that I really, really enjoyed writing and I really connected to the characters, 
it kind of hurts my feelings when people don't like them also, but this one, I'm kind of like, yeah, man, like it, it was, I was really struggling with COVID brain fog when I wrote half of this book. So, um, I get it. Uh, but it, I think it ended up being pretty decent and, um, I'm not really doing myself any favors here, but profile is out now. Um, yeah, like you're doing a terrible job selling. I know it's not. Uh, okay, my book. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I just don't. I think it's so good. I started reading it on the plane coming back from Vegas. I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a good book. I know it's not my best. And I'm, I think the part of me that's disappointed is because I really wanted my 10th book to be one of my best. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Can I, just... I say something too? Have your 13th v be your best. VIP is fucking brilliant and so good. That so came I out think so that, long ago. I know, but like that, I think is like part of the struggle for you too. Is that that book is fucking phenomenal and one of my favorite books. Period. Like in life, not just you know women loving women. So like I see what you mean though. Like when you write a book that's that is good and very well received, and then you write one that you like, and it's you know meh, you're like meh. But it's not. Well, I had, good. I it's had good. like when I started writing profile, I had like really high expectations for it because I really liked the plot that I was creating in my head. Right. And then, listen, then you got COVID. We're, under, <laughs> we're under a lot of pressure from our publishers to turn things in under a certain amount of of time, and I didn't get to take the time with it that I would have liked to take with it. Um, I, all that to say. My feelings aren't hurt by the the mediocre. I haven't got any bad reviews about it. All of them have at least been three stars, but like, I get it. I like that you're like, man, that tracks. I am going to be honest. Like, I, <laughs> I'm going to be honest about it. But like, if you were a fan of the After Dark series, at the very least, Brooke and Tyler play a pretty big part in this story. So that's that's one of the benefits of it. But people are like, I didn't like the, cause they're not used to me writing in present tense. And I wrote in present tense in this book. And like, there's all these things that people aren't used to me writing in that like, you know, you get your readers that are very, very used to you doing a certain thing and then you don't, and it kind of fucks them up. So that's where we are. Um, but listen, the book's okay. Read it. Don't read it. I don't really like at this point. I read it. Yeah, <laughs> profiles like whatever the thing i did want to say that I'm, I'm actually truly obsessed with is the new one of the new uh climate change reports just came out and oh since 2018 we've actually reduced carbon emissions uh by four percent which i noticed some people is like four percent that's nothing that's actually fucking huge when we're trying to cut carbon emissions by 50 percent in the next 10 years and what it's actually spurred is a uh, technological like innovation spree where people are trying a, a crazy amount of things to try and reduce our carbon emissions, especially in places like uh, Europe and California, because nobody else gives a shit um, how we're reacting to climate change. And you have people now coming up with, they're now developing batteries that are run completely off solar power that can actually power cars and trucks and, and like shipping vehicles and, or hydrogen and, and, uh, the pure wind power is in China. They're, they're a, they've built enough solar or uh, wind farms now that they're powering 13 million homes. So we are on the right track and I take any little improvement 4% in four years when this wasn't even at the top of our list of things to do in 2018. 
It's fucking huge. And when I was reading the climate report, one of the things that they actually are crediting is TikTok. Um, and the reason being people are watching TikTok. And if you're in the same algorithms that I'm in, and I'm sure most of our listeners are in, which is probably skewed liberal TikTok, they're finding companies that they can purchase from that are climate neutral. They're finding companies that they can purchase from or invest money in that are doing good things for the environment. And millennials and Gen Z are choosing to spend their money, even if it costs them a little bit more mm-hmm. to be carbon neutral. And listen, I get it. Not everyone is in that situation where they can afford that extra 10 or 15, 20, sometimes $50 to spend it on those climate neutral companies. But those that can, um, it's making a difference. They and are. For, yeah. Those that can are. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying like, sell it you know don't pay don't pay your mortgage to support this i'm just saying that we're seeing such a positive impact from it's one of the benefits of social media right because i I think one of the reasons that uh people don't utilize these carbon neutral companies is they don't know they exist they're used to buying adidas or nike or whatever they didn't know that there were other options out there or they're used to only looking for you know gas-powered cars and they didn't realize these other options were out there and so you're seeing these changes being made to the point that like the great barrier reef is no longer considered endangered. And the reef around Hawaii has now been completely restored. Like there, there are things happening. Uh, You're seeing a ton of kids toys that are being used with recycled milk cartons and like all of these little things add up and they make a difference. And Anybody who's listened to this for any length of time understands that climate change is the only thing that gives me fucking anxiety. So to even see it move in this positive direction, 4% in four years is fucking huge. We've taken 150 million pounds of carbon out of the atmosphere in the last four years, which is a ton. And that's not even accounting for the amount of carbon that was reduced because of the pandemic that is strictly habit changing activities so i know it's easy to get lost in the i don't know if me you know like we switch to um uh detergent sheets instead of using detergent jugs now so that we take that one bottle of of plastic detergent out of circulation and i know sometimes it feels like you're not making that big of a difference. You are because all of these little things add up is all I'm saying. So if you're making these little adjustments in your home and you're doing these little things to try and make an impact, it does fucking matter because if enough of us like individually do that, it it changes everything. Um, And if you're interested in those little changes that you can make in your household, send, send me a message and I will, I will give you some of the things that I use whether or not it's like bar soap or or detergent sheets, or I'm actually looking to transition our, our laundry detergent into um, actual like uh, lightning-based uh, laundry detergent. Like there, there's all these little things that you can do lightning. that matter. Yeah, so what it essentially does is you hook up this adapter to your water source that goes into your um, clothes and it sends enough electric shock through it that like mimics uv rays that cleans your clothes instead of using the detergents that have like microplastics in it does it like make them clean 
makes them clean and disinfects. Yeah. And it will smell like rainwater. Like afterwards. Yeah. Your clothes smell like actual rainwater. No okay. Way. Sold. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be like installing it after the new year it's about 350 bucks but then you don't ever have to buy laundry detergent again and you're reducing your microplastics so there's all these little things that you can do so if you're curious like rainwater jesus christ well like not the rainwater that they put on like smells like rainwater like on a candle like no yeah you're actually get, gonna smell like rain like real rain yeah the fuck. yeah yeah. Smell like a mermaid and shake okay <laughs> <laughs> so all of that to say keep up the good work you guys like there's just... stuff too that you I, I don't mean to interrupt you jack no, like there's stuff that they have too that's so cool like on tick tiktok it's like ocean cleanup and they're and they're like visibly showing you like what they're doing and how much plastic and toxins and stuff they're taking out of the water and it's like it kind of confuses me because i don't understand how they're not catching any fish in it but how they're doing it because they're doing it on the surface they're skimming and, it and how it but there's such an insane amount of trash in plastic that they're picking up it's fucking awesome it's also really gross and disheartening yeah and you can donate to those types of things too even on tiktok you go well the the the, the frustrating part is the the frustrating part from you only need to put a little there's so many companies out there now that offer Mm -hmm. sustainable alternatives yeah. If you have, if you have the extra money and you have the will to look up these alternatives, there's an alternative for everything now, literally, literally fucking everything. And listen, if you have found every alternative you can, and you still have to use plastic occasionally, you still have to use plastic occasionally. Like I'm not saying it's very, very difficult to live like a plastic free life because that's just not the society we live in. But if Listen, it matters 4% every year and 10 years. That's 40% of a difference that we've made. Like that's huge. That's fucking huge. I was, I was just in Honduras, which was, I was the most excited to go there. Their beaches. So like traveling to the beach that we were going to were the most disgusting, filthiest beaches I've ever seen in my life. And there was people out there like Hondurans, like trying to pick up the trash and put it into their, but I don't know that they have anything to safely, to safely dispose it. Like, I don't even think that they have anywhere to do that out there, but there's so much trash in the water. Like, I've never seen anything like that in my life. It was, it was literally like, you know, we're driving to our dumbass excursion and we're driving by these beaches and I'm like, holy shit. It was like, not quite like you see on TikTok where it's not like in waves, you know, coming in, but it was pretty fucking close. Like, and and even when we went to our little resort beach, I was pulling chip bags and plastics out of, you know, and walking them up. Like there's a ton of trash in the ocean 
I don't know why some places have more trash than others or like how mm. that happens. I don't know if it's how like the waves move or the equator or whatever, but there was an insane amount of trash. Like I felt dirty coming out of the ocean because I felt I literally felt like I was swimming in trash. Like it it was really gross. That's that that's my spiel. Well, that's it, it for was, us this week, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you if you're interested in alternatives, let me know. Um, and hope you all had a great holiday over the Thanksgiving time. And uh, we missed you, and we're happy to be back. I'm glad everyone could be on here tonight. Hopefully, Julie gets better. Me too. We should have you read some of our books for recording at this point because yes. you sound so. Oh my God, yes. I'm in Paramount Pictures represents. Not, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Marcel the Shell. Yeah. Okay, bye. 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 Bye, Mom. Fierce Fan Media.